Hey, good evening and welcome to Monday Night. Monday Night is the night we do the industry spotlight. And tonight, that spotlight is shining into the city of Chicago. Shaney Barnett is with me. Good evening, Shaney. I'm waiting. I, I'm, I need sunglasses because it's shiny. It is. You're it's very, you have, you've got that light going on that spotlight there. That's pretty impressive. And it fit into the introduction really quite well. So, Shaney, is, we're going to dive into the, the life story. This is your, no, no, that's not, this is your life. That's another thing. But anyway, we're going to dive into that uh, and really, really dig into the, to, to where Shaney's started from and where she is today. But Shaney, I want to jump actually ahead first, because you've got a couple, you're going to be doing something next week. And then in February, you're going to do something. So let's give those just a little bit of talk and then we'll get into uh, okay. into the story. So what's going on next week that's going to take you out of town? Yes. So next week I am traveling again. I'm traveling again. Woo! So yes. So next week I am um, East Coast. So anyone, all um, my East Coast friends, I will be in Boston. I will be eating some clam chata uh, in Camden <laughs> Yard where I park my car. Is it? No, yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. right at all. I do believe I heard some of that. Yes, whilst I was out there. That's not even. It's probably not even. Not close, that much but, of it. But yeah. Maybe so. A little bit of it, maybe. <laughs> yeah, as you guys know from before, I totally suck at accents. They all, all my accents sound the same, sound no matter the same. where I'm at. They all sound the <laughs> same, no matter no matter what accent I'm doing. Now that Boston accent will sound like I'm I'm somewhere else in in the world, so it really doesn't matter. But yes, I will be in Boston, and we are doing what's called like a speaker shootout. I believe like that's like the name of of what it's called, and it's kind of cool. Um, uh, Mr. Ben Stowe will be uh, the person in charge of the speaker shootout. And he will be the person that will be in charge of monitoring all the speakers. And there will be, um, there's so many different companies that are going to be there. Yeah. That's what the cool part is, is that if you really were into like, oh, I was looking at these speakers, or I was looking at those speakers, or like I really didn't know what speakers, it's called the Harvest of Sound. And it's going to be um, a Bose RCF EV um ld i i know i'm probably missing like a whole bunch of names um so if anyone knows more names than probably the ones that i'm missing please let me know but i'm probably missing like a whole bunch of them and there's probably more added that i probably don't know and i'm probably like scrolling through the messages right now to see all the other ones because but that was like probably like two months ago but all these different speaker companies are going to be there and we're all bringing like the newest and the greatest speakers that we, that just came out or the newest ones that we've had. And you get to, like see them in real life and touch them and hear them. So you can have your own speaker comparison right there on the spot of kind of just see like, oh, so I wanted to compare these speakers to this speaker and this line array to like that line array and everything. So we kind of do that. And I believe Ben might even bring... Uh, be bringing some mics as well hmm. so i think he might have even don't quote me on that but i kind of heard that rumor as well that um he's doing that i'm still kind of looking for the speakers but i don't know wh whichever ones but yeah so we're doing that and then um after that we're having a little after party that's for my birthday 
So we have some cool people that are going to be DJing for the after party. So we're going to be celebrating my birthday as well. I might be throwing down a little set. And then I've got some cool people that are also throwing down a little set. So that's in Boston. So if you're anywhere in the area or driving distance, definitely come. If you're not, I mean, I don't care about the birthday party as much as come check out the speakers Mm -hmm. and come like in person and check out all the different speakers. Of course, I'll be there for Bose. But um, come say hi to me. Check out the speakers. I know everybody's bringing some swag. And um, come just check out um, all the cool stuff that, that yeah. everybody's coming and bringing. Yeah. Well, we'll be in, yeah, we'll be out in Boston for that. And uh, that's next Monday. So that's next actually Monday. a week from today. It's coming quick. It's, it definitely is coming quick. Yeah, so that's, that's like in a week. That's yeah. coming next week. And then let's jump ahead to February. You're going to be going to Las Vegas again with the, the now yes. MEX show, the Mobile Entertainment Expo. Tell us a little bit about what you're going to be doing there. Yes. So uh, the MEX show is, I guess, like that's the nickname for it, which uh, Mobile Entertainment Expo, which I guess it should be like me, Mobile Entertainment Expo, me. I suppose really should be the show. I suppose. Like me, <laughs> me. But um, I'm helping again with like the nighttime events. So if you haven't seen any of the crazy posts that we made over the last three months, we're doing the DJ takeover um, on Monday nights. And sorry, my earbud is popping out. And then we are doing the Wednesday night uh, big party as well. So I will be in charge of the two big. Nighttime events, and we're still posting of all the speakers that are going to be speaking for the seminar. And then for you guys that don't know, it's in conjunction with the Photo Booth Expo as well. So you kind of have the best of both worlds that if you get a pass for the um, the Mobile Beat Expo, you also um, can hit all the showroom floor and stuff for for the photo booth stuff. So you kind of get the both, best of both worlds. If you're into both of them, you get to see everything on both sides and the nighttime parties kind of combine and things like that. Um, if you weren't able to kind of go to the soft opening that John was involved with and everything la- uh, last year, uh, year, last year, year before, I don't know. Yes, all my years, years are kind of like combining. Yeah. Like it's so crazy that all the years are kind of combining. <laughs> we did it um, just ahead of COVID, yeah, in yeah, 2020. Was, like that was honestly like ne- in my wildest dreams, I never would have thought that that was like my last big yeah DJ gig. That was right uh, before COVID. Yeah, that like Vegas would have been like my last big DJ gig. Yeah. Like it was like we all kind of heard it on the news, but not nobody really thought that that would have been like what would it closed everybody down. But yeah, so that. Um, so this kind of like what took over mobile beat, if you guys are kind of thinking like, wait, what is this? This is really what took over mobile beat. So definitely look into it. If you guys are on Facebook, there is a Facebook page for it. Um, mobile entertainment, um, expo. If you can't find it, send me a message and I'll kind of like send you a link or I'll send you like an invite to it. So you kind of get the latest stuff and everything like that, but it's, it's, it's going to be a good time. It's over at uh, South point. Um, hotel and it's one of those hotels it's not on the strip but it's got like everything in it um everything yeah like you name it the hotel has everything in it including like a rodeo Mm. which i (laughs) i got to like go i got to like go see like i like i was on the way to a seminar and i actually stopped in and for like 20 minutes actually like watched the 
freaking rodeo. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, going on in the end there. Yeah. Crazy. But yeah, beautiful, uh, beautiful yeah. place. A nice hotel. Um, nice, yeah. That's just, it isn't, it isn't, as you said, it isn't the strip, but it's still, yeah. it is Vegas and it feels Vegas. And yeah. of course, in the evenings uh, after, on Tuesday night, I believe is the night that he leaves open. Uh, so people yeah. can go and do the strip, go do uh, downtown, whatever you want to do. So it, it works out really, really well with how they plan things. Yeah. Out. Yes. I'll, I'll, hey, Mike. Hello. Yes, Howie. If I could do five minutes, I definitely would love to jump on the show if we could do that for sure. And yes, I will not let Jay. Jay would just laugh at me anyways. He laughs at me no matter what I say. So he would just laugh at my <laughs> yeah. accent. He would, so really wouldn't matter. Laughs at me no matter what accent I'm doing. So yeah. Jay's such but a yeah. happy person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and, and next week, by the way, as long as we're speaking that, speaking about that, there's going. We're going to be trying to stream a little bit of the event on the DJ and TV yeah. channel, and then Howie's going to be coming live from the event at nine o'clock Eastern. So we're going to have to awesome. move move uh, Dan and MJ. We're going to have to move some things around. Uh, because how he's going to be coming from the show, and I we're not sure how it's all going to plan to work. Because when they're testing speakers, you usually play music, and you know to get music that can be played on streaming. Yeah, we're, we're working on those things, but you guys will get to experience a little bit about what's going on next week, and then of course catch the hanging with Howie show uh, live from Boston. So excellent, Shaney. Let's let's jump into your story a little bit tonight. Uh, I like to start these right kind of at the beginning when when you were a younger person, when was that when was your first experience of music when all of a sudden it kind of it kind of caught your eye and you were like, oh my gosh, I just fell in love with music at this point or or this was an influence that just started to take hold of me. Yeah, when I was a dancer. So I mean it all started for me when when I started dancing. So before I was even a DJ or anything, I as people know from from former shows that I'm on with you guys. Um, I was a dancer before I was a DJ. So definitely when I was a dancer. So definitely my dancing days that the music just kind of took over for me. How, uh, again, I, we want to go back. Who was that influence then that got you into dance that would have made that bridge into the music world? Um, just oh. when, you know, we lost a microphone, when... Shaney. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, this came out. Sorry, sorry, sorry. My bad, my bad, my bad. My bad. You got me. There we go. Now you're back. There we go. Okay. Sorry. Yes. So, um, when I was younger, you know, I was one of those people that, you know, your parents kind of get you into the different things. And then when, you know, my parents got me into the dancing, I just kind of had like the dance mentors that kind of got me into like, Oh, you know, she's got talent. She's got this, she's got that. So I kind of just followed in those footsteps and kind of did that. And then all through, um, high school after that I went on to become a technical dancer through college so for college I actually got a dance degree and went to um, college for dancing so I'm actually technically trained and did like nutcracker and stuff like that so wow, I actually wow. did those yeah I did those type of shows I and mean, I know I was ballerina and stuff like that so uh, I did those type of shows and everything so went on did nutcracker uh, Disney things like that then from there um, to kind of give you guys a short little before the DJ world um, then became a professional dancer um, danced with um, a lot of the um, hip-hop artists uh, music videos uh, went on tour things like that so, so I did a lot of that kind of stuff so you you, you mentioned uh, you doing hip-hop dancing 
ballet you did you were doing so what other kind of for, dance type formats were you doing able to do during that time um, everything kind of like how i was an open format dj uh -huh. i was kind of like an open format dancer so kind of like back back then i did everything i did ballet jazz modern uh everything and then kind of like when i realized what was going to pay my bills kind of like kind of like with djing what pays my bills with dancing, I kind of figured out after college what was going to pay my bills. Mm -hmm. And it definitely wasn't going to be going into um, like a ballet school type thing, you know, uh, you know, American Ballet Theater with my type of body, things like that wasn't going to pay my bills. So what was going to pay my bills was, do I, you know, audition for places like Disney, that's going to pay my bills. Um, going to audition for music videos, that's what's going to pay my bills. So I kind of went more to the street type of dancing and things like that. So I kind of did more of the performance and street dancing and video type work of that kind of things that was going to pay my bills. So I kind of left the technical world, even though it still is in me. And that's kind of what you need to build your foundation. Kind of like with DJing, you still need your foundation of knowing all your music, even though you're an open format DJ, you still have to know all your music to know how to DJ. I kind of did that with dance. Like I need to know all my dancing, even though I kind of stayed with the hip hop, I still needed to know the foundation of everything to stay with the hip hop. So, so somebody uh, mentioned in the or asked in the chat room, uh, yes. tap dance was tap dance one of the many that you you uh, were able? Yes, to actually, tap dance was is actually one of my loves and one of my favorites. And I just back then it wasn't really popular, which is really sad. But it it still is like has a place in my heart, and I still have all the old videos. I love like Gregory Hines mm -hmm. watching yes. him, all the old videos. I have like all the um, um, let us entertain you type of old videos, the black and white videos I have um, on CD. I still have a CD player and I still have all the videos that somebody gave me for a birthday present of the Nicholas brothers and things like that. I still have like Fred Astaire type things. <laughs> I still have all of that. So yes, I love watching all of those singing in the rain, all that kind of stuff. So yes. I love watching those old school movies. So um, even though it it it, uh, it never kind of took off back then, it still has it has a place in my heart. And every once in a while, I'll just kind of do a time step in the rain. I remember, um, in fact, it's very funny. About a couple weeks ago, when I said people know I'm like the grill master at my house if they watch my Snapchats and my and my Instagrams in the summer, and it started raining, pouring rain, and I just kind of took an umbrella and while I was grilling outside, I. Just just kind of started singing in the rain and tap dancing while I was grilling. So it still kind of has a place in my heart. And I just kind of like started doing the singing in the rain routine. So it still has a place in my heart. It just never really took off back then for me. And it just like, you just can't pay the bills with it, but it still has a place in my heart. So mm -hmm. yes, tap dancing is one of those things. Excellent. Excellent. I, you know, I never, I did not know that. We've talked about this in, in right. show. I didn't know that. So yes. Sean, thank I you. Thank Sean you for that, uh, that heads up there. Yes. Um, yes. So, so before we get in the transition from from the dance world to the DJ, uh, let's talk a little bit about was there any uh, phys I mean tap dance or any dance I should say like that that's a that's a real stress on the body. Um, yeah, you know, coming out of a sports world, you know, I had any number of injuries coming from that because of all the 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 beating yeah. of the body. Talk a little bit about that. Has that was that something that you experienced? 
Yeah. And I still experience it. So, I mean, I knew, thank goodness, I became really good friends with the athletic trainers in college because I was friends with a lot of the athletes um, and I had major injuries. So like I have no meniscus in one knee. Um, I have uh, some major cartilage damage in the other knee. Back then, we thought we were warriors. We never wore knee pads, um, all that kind of stuff. When we used to work with major choreographers that used to come in and do crazy choreography on us. Now the dancers know to always wear knee pads and things like that. But back then, you know, we just thought we were tough as nails and Mm -hmm. always just did a lot of work with none of that when I was on tour Back then, especially with the hip hop artists, when we used to tour with um, all of like Biggie and Puffy's uh, groups with the hip hop. Back then, we did a lot of um, in the 90s, we did a lot of combat boots and things like that on tour. So just on our body, it just took a lot of stress on our knees and everything. So uh, my knees are my knees are shot. Mm -hmm. Like I actually still um, I started seeing a chiropractor. Um, a couple a couple of years ago, but it also doesn't help that I used to do martial arts too. Um, but I see a chiropractor now like once a month. Like it's like clockwork. I see a massage therapist now, a chiropractor, but that's also sure. from DJing too. I do it constantly, but like clockwork, like it's on my schedule and things like that to work on me. But yeah, Dan and I knew like dancing wasn't like I just couldn't I couldn't perform in, in my head. I knew I was gonna turn into a choreographer later. But then I also knew for me, I still wasn't going to, that wasn't going to be something that I was going to be doing like for lifestyle, sure. like all the time. And that's why when I was on tour, like I wasn't the one that always hung with the artists. I always hung with the DJs because they had the cool music. <laughs> like they had the awesome music. They had like the underground music. They had they had tracks that like I've never heard of. And being like a dancer, I was like, oh my God, where did you get this music? So in the hotels and when we were on tour, like I wasn't one to hang with the artists. I wasn't one to hang with those guys. So when we always split up, I was always going with the, in the DJ's room where that where their after party was, not where the other after party was, where the artist was. So I was like always in the DJ's room where they had their after party and I would just like hang in their room. So that's kind of how I segued into like the DJ world sure. was I was hanging with like the guys with the good music. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, okay, I'm hanging with these guys. And they always said to me, you know, if you ever wanted to get into DJing, you know, you know, you know, beats, you know how to count, you, you know, you would be kind of good at this. I was like, ah, whatever. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know all this wick, wick, wicky, wick, wick stuff. You know, I don't know how to do all that kind of stuff. Cause back then it was always turntable DJs back sure. then, you know, yeah. it was turntables and things like that. And I was like, I don't know about this pulling out these records and this mess on the ground and all this kind of stuff. And I don't know, carrying all this stuff. I know you got guys that do it on stage, but so I, you know, then I started watching them and then I just kind of started watching and learning. And then I had a couple of great mentors that took me in and I just would watch. And I stood there and watched until finally one of them was like, okay, your turn. And I'm like, what? What do you mean my turn? And he'd be like, let's go jump on here. And then he would literally would just like, okay, now do this. Mm-hmm. Now watch this. Now do this with your hand. Now listen for this beat. Now do this with this and just kind of like really slowly walked me through of like, now listen for this. Now do this with this. And I was like, okay, all right. 
So I kind of like started segueing into that while I was still dancing. So I kind of was like doing, I was like learning how to DJ while I was still dancing. So I didn't, I didn't, I was like a bedroom DJ while I was dancing. So, so that, that would have been after the, the time of Disney. That was after Disney. Okay. That was way after Disney. Yeah, I wasn't at Disney that long. I was only at Disney a very, very short time because that's when my dad passed away and I took it upon myself to move back to Chicago okay. to handle a lot of business. So, yeah, so then I moved back to Chicago. So that's kind of when I came back here and then decided to then uh, do more Chicago local artists and okay. do more local tours and things like that. So you were kind of being kind of groomed into the the dj profession there when did you get to that that point in time where you were like okay i'm ready to go and i can do this basically on my own um i i personally didn't get to that point in time i got pushed into it (laughs) there you go and it's funny and and it's funny because i now do that to other people yep as an as an as an, uh, an mc and a dj i actually do that to my people now I throw my people now on the mic and I throw my people now on, like DJing wise. Like I do that to them too. I'm like, yeah, here. And then I'll literally just give them the microphone and I'll walk away. And I'm like, yeah, okay, go. You got this. Yeah. No, you actually have to get this because now the whole, everybody's looking at you and I'll do that too. But I know they're ready. Like yeah. I'll do it when I know they're ready. And the same thing, I'll do it to like my DJs too as well. Like when I know they're ready, I'll just kind of have them messing around a little bit and then I'll walk away. And they'll be like, what the? And I'm like, mm, well, I mean, you have to now because mm. if, if you stop, like there's dead air and <laughs> I'll yell at you if there's dead air. So like that's kind of like how it happened to me. I got like I was kind of like messing around, like people were walking in, you know, it was kind of like cocktails and like, you know, people were kind of walking in. I was having some fun. He was like, no, 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 just keep going. Just keep going. You know, the club is kind of opening. Just kind of keep going. I was like, OK. And the next thing I know, he just like disappeared. Was at the bar having a drink. It was like, you know, give me a thumbs up and everything. And I was like, this mug, like what? And he's like, yeah, you got that. And I was like, are you serious? What the, you know, sweat coming down my face. I'm like, what the, why am I, dude, it's like 50 degrees. Why am I sweating? What the, (laughs) yeah. So, but he knew, he knew I was ready. Mm -hmm. So that's why he like, he, I mean, you know, but I'm dripping in sweat. You know, I'm like, ah, you know, but yeah, I mean, of course I rocked it, but I didn't, I personally didn't think I was ready, but he knew I was ready. Did I rock it? Of course I rocked it. Did I think I probably could have done better? Of course I think I probably could have done better, but I know when like I did that little set, I was like, okay, I totally rocked that. (laughs) I was like, okay, okay. But I probably would never have done that if he didn't throw me to the wolves. You throw you, out, throw you off the end of the dock and swim. Yeah, and I do that now. I do that to my people now. I throw it on the wolves now. Yep. That's how I do it too. But I don't do it unless I think they're ready. Mm-hmm. But, I do, but I do that too now. That's funny. That's <laughs> funny. So from that point, then getting to the point where you were kind of becoming that MC and feature the feature DJ for not only you know private events but for corporate events, how long of a time frame are we talking to go from that start to the point where you were doing that? A long time. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, 
I'm so not going to lie. Um, people think it's easy. People think it's like I've been doing this for a couple of years. I haven't. Um, I, it's been, it took me a long time to get where I am. A lot of hard work, um, especially here in Chicago. Um, I put a lot of time and effort into what I do. Um, it's, it's a cutthroat industry where I'm at. Um, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, I worked my way from the bottom to the top, so I wouldn't want it be, have it given to me at all. And, um, I would say it's taken me years, mm -hmm. not, not like one or two, not three or four, not five or six It definitely has taken me years to get where I am. Um, and I'm okay with that because I'm a hard worker and I'm a hustler and I'm a grinder. So I definitely, um, anyone who says it's happened to them overnight, I don't believe them. Mm, yeah. Um, I just don't like, I don't believe it. I'm like, okay, boo boo. If it great, I'm happy for you. Like, and, and I don't care. Like anyone who ever says to me that, you know, Oh God, this has happened to me. Like, this is great. Okay. That's great for you. Mm -hmm. um, I put in a lot of hard work. I put in a lot of time and effort. Um, I still practice every day. I still live stream, even though, um, you know, like I was telling you, Thanksgiving week, anyone who saw my Facebook post, I did five events Thanksgiving week. Um, I'm still live streaming. I'm not live streaming the way I was during the pandemic, but I, I still do it for the people that supported me mm -hmm. that year and a half that I had no events. And they're still come in and support me. So because of that, maybe I'm live streaming two times a month now, but I'm not going to give up on them. So I just do it now just, just because they were there for me. So that's just how I am. I'm mm -hmm. still, you know, I, I still practice. I still grind. I still talk to other DJs about music. I still do everything that I've been doing. I still up my game. I still do everything that I'm supposed to be doing. Um, and for 2022, I'm going to keep doing that. Sure. So anyone, anyone who says, oh, it came easy to you, I just laugh it off. Like, I don't even try to explain myself to people because I just think it's funny if anyone ever says any of that to anybody. Oh, it came easy to them. Okay. You believe whatever you want to be, yeah, right? Yeah. Because nobody knows it. Yeah. I There's, mean, it's just funny when, you know, I hear people talk about that either at conferences or this and that. Okay. I mean, maybe some people it did. Maybe they were given something. Okay. Well, let their talent talk for them. That's what I just say. Let the talent talk for them. Mm -hmm. So for me, it didn't come easy. It definitely didn't come easy. I put a lot of hard work into, into what I do. And especially for somebody like me who is an open format DJ that could sit there. And like you said, I could do a club one night. Yep. The second night, I could do a Grandma Era's uh, 80th birthday party that no one is yep. you know, under the age of 60 at the party and then the next night go do black black out wednesday where nobody is over the age of 25 <laughs> at the club and then the next night you know be on three hours sleep and be at sdk on thanksgiving and it's all families and be on no sleep and um have the whole corporate world at sdk and play music for them mm -hmm. so it's like i can switch it up just like that and be able to do all those worlds 
And I wouldn't even have it any other way for me. Sure. Where some people are like, I'm just a club DJ. I just do techno. And that's like all I do. And I'm happy. And I'm like, that's awesome for you. I'm just a wedding DJ. I just do weddings. And I'm like, I'm happy for you. Like, I, like I don't, I don't judge anybody. I'm happy for all those people. I love the world that I'm in that I, especially because of COVID that I was able to at least get into some other spots yeah. When my private events, you know, hit because I don't do that many weddings. Weddings was never my cup of tea and all my world shut down and some of my world still is shut down because of everything. Um, I was blessed that I was able to get back in the in the club world and things like that and do some other type of events that I do. So um, I wouldn't have another any other way for me that I could go from because it keeps me on my toes. I can mm -hmm. go from oh, this, this to here to there to there to there to there. You know, it, the the only part about about that is I have to completely update my music every single week. Yes, because I have to I have to have everything yep, you have to and, be ready. Uh, under the sun, and I have to be ready ready for everything. Mm. But I love it. I love it. I wouldn't have it any other way. So let's let's talk a little bit. Uh, you know, the the years of hard work and practice and and hustle. And I think that's something that from a lot of our shows that we've done together, the hustle has been a huge part of of what makes Shaney successful uh, over the years like yeah. that. How did that evolve into helping at uh, conventions and such, and finding yourself as a product person like what you are with Bose next week? Yeah. So uh, when I started with the DJ conferences, as you know, I mean, I, I go by myself. I've always gone by myself, even though I, I worked for multi ops, I was always the one that just kind of went by myself, even though I knew other people from Chicago, my multi op, I was just always the one that went by myself. Mm -hmm. Um, always just, you know, when I was on the seminar side, you know, went by myself. Then from that, I started speaking on, on that side. So then I was a speaker and started doing seminars and everything. Um, never did I think about going on the, you know, the other side of the world. I just kind of stayed on the seminar side and then I would just kind of go on the showroom floor and then kind of just started talking to people on the showroom floor and things like that. And then I kind of started getting noticed, um, from the product side and people just kind of started reaching out to me, sure. but I am going to say this for anyone who really is interested in getting sponsored or talking to people on the seminar side. And I know we have talked about this and I'm not really going to get too much into this, but really people be careful about what you say, what you post, what you do, everything. Yes. I'm just going to kind of put it like, put it out like that. Um, I'm not going to go into too much detail, but I'm just going to say, be, be aware of everything because they watch everything. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm going to say. Really? It's like, a, it's um, like any other job uh, <clears throat> where you may, you're going into a job interview and they're going to go and they're going to do background check and they're yeah. going to look at so, everything. <laughs> so I'm just going to, I'm just going to say that. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to say if it's religious, political, anything, I'm just going to say, just be careful. What just, just know know what you post, mm -hmm. know what you say to people, know, because even at conferences, know what you say to people as well. Um, don't think they're not going to talk to other people. Don't think they're not going to ask about you. Don't think they're not going to talk to, you know, just do things. That's all I'm going to say. Um, but again, even with, uh, with Bose, I mean, that didn't come overnight, you know, as well. I've been with them for six years. Um, I definitely grinded with them as well, you know, started out just kind of just DJing for the being a pro DJ, uh, just, you know, DJing in the booth, just having some fun mm -hmm. uh, at the conferences, just having the vibe for them when, 
just being in the booth, having some fun, being, you know, vibing as how he's as how he always joked around with me. Yep. You know, I went from I went from like uh, D, I forgot one one time he said like DJing in a truck to a car. I he made he made some like <laughs> funny joke to me. I forgot like what it was, but he was like you know well like shoot he like from a car to a truck to a motorcycle or something. Uh, yeah, like, I think that was a progression. A yep. Yeah, it was like a progression. I, for, I forgot like what I forgot like what he said. But he like said something, but it was like, yeah, but I mean, um, you know, kind of just started. And then, um, you know, their corporate kind of saw things that I was doing for them and different things that that I, I you know, was doing in there. And they kind of approached me was like, would you want to do more for us? And I was sure. like, oh, of course, I would love to do more for Bose. You know, you guys have great products. You guys do this. And it kind of progressed like that. And then it kept progressing. And of course, as everybody kind of knows from the last from the last DJ conference, um, my boss came down with with COVID and they took it upon themselves that he came actually came down with COVID the weekend right before, before DJ Expo. And they called me and said, instead of three days before Expo of us kind of canceling everything, would you like to just step up? and be our fairest leader. And I was kind of like, wait, what? Like, what do you like me being in charge of everything? I was like, wait, what does that mean? Like I'm in charge of like 15 people and, and in charge of everybody from guitar center in charge of products and probably wait, hold on. Like that time <laughs> to think about this. And they're kind of like, no, not really. Like we, we got to make the move on this, you know? So it was kind of like that. But before they even had that, um, I took, I took tests for Bose and took tests about speakers to learn about the different types of speakers. So um, I can go to places like Guitar Center and things like that mm -hmm. and and say, hey, Shady's at Guitar Center from this time to this time with the new line array speakers from this time to this time, if everybody has any questions. So I'm just not shady from Bose and you could come and I could be like, yeah, that's a great speaker. Yeah. 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 You want to you want to buy it? It's a great mm -hmm. speaker. Oh, I yeah, I think it's yeah, I think there's it's like a twelve inch. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Let me let me let me look that up for you. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's twelve inch. Yeah, but I had to like take tests and so I could learn about mm -hmm. everything about the speaker and be able to talk about it and 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 be a clinician about it so I can say I know about these speakers. I can teach people about these speakers. I can actually go places and teach people and say, what do you, what do you, what questions do you have about these speakers? I can tell you everything about these speakers. Nice. So it's not just like, oh yeah, I just, you know, I work for Bose and I just can tell you about these speakers. No, I do work. I do my homework about them. They send paperwork. I read books about it. I watch videos. I do this, I do that. So I definitely have to do homework and, and do things about it. It's not just like all fun and games. And, and I just wear a t-shirt that says Bose and things like that. Sure. <laughs> and hand out, hand out pens and sunglasses. <laughs> and and hand out some swag at the show. <laughs> yeah. When, when it comes to working with a, a company, Bose or whoever, what are some of the characteristics or traits that are kind of important that you've, you've heard? I mean, I, I can think of things like, in t you know, having, looking for people with integrity, uh, that have have that uh, work work ethic, you know, that are going to be out there hustling. Uh, are there any of those types of things that just stand out? And it's like, okay, this is something that they don't find, and that's why they go to the people they go to. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, one big thing is they're just looking for, you know, all these companies are just looking for people that definitely just have that passion and they just have that passion for DJing and they just have that, just that they just love what they do Mm -hmm. and they're just looking for that and, and it's, it's, it's not work for them. That it's just something that just they love what they do. And like I said, if they if they look on their social media, their social media is just something that they if they went to show somebody and I'm not saying that you have to like always post pictures of work and things like that. But it's not like, oh, God, I can't. Oh, oh, what's this? Or or if they go in a DJ group, it's not them bitching all the time and complaining about this, this, this and this. Um. Or they're not fighting with other people about certain things and things like that. But you're just like showing your passion for your work on whatever you're posting. Like I said, you go post other stuff. They're not saying that you have to live and work 100% for DJing. They don't want anyone to do that. And that's one thing that anyone will tell you, whether it's Pioneer or Bose or Denon or, you know, or Chave or like whoever, promo only or whoever you're working for. They're not saying... Um, 100% you have to live, breathe our, our company because they know you have a personal life. They know that you're not working for us 100%. Mm-hmm. But they're saying just represent our brand the way you you would represent yourself. And that's the one thing they always say or they say this is what our brand logo is. This is this is what we this is what we represent. We want would you be able to represent this logo? Would you be able to represent what we what we represent? Great. Let's see that. Mm-hmm. Let's see you do that. So, so it's it's just that you know. Are you going to DJ conferences? Are you? What else are you doing in the DJ community? You know, all these people are like, well, I want to be sponsored. Okay, well, that's great. Everybody wants to be sponsored. What are you doing in the DJ world that shows that you want to be sponsored? Um, are you doing stuff with John on DJ NTV? Are you, you know, are you doing other things in the DJ community, or are you going on? dj blogs and just bashing people mm-hmm. like if you're doing that why would a brand want to represent you right and i think that kind of comes back to that integrity side of things that they're looking for people who aren't going to be that bad egg right right exactly I, do you have events are you posting your events um are you active on instagram i'm not saying that you need to have 4,000 likes. I mean, in fact, they don't even want that. They don't want you to be. One thing I've learned from a lot of brands is they don't care if you're an influencer. Mm-hmm. In fact, they like they don't need you to have 7,000 likes. Um, they just want you to be active. Sure. They want you to be active on your social medias. They don't care that you have 400 likes. They don't care if you have two likes. They just want you to be active on your social medias. They want to see that you're doing events. They want to see that you're posting. They want to see that you're active in the DJ world. Mm-hmm. That's all they really care about, that you're using products, that you're that you're showing pictures, that you're active in your DJ world, that you're active doing things. Sure. And that's what they want to see. You don't have to sit there and like be in bed with your speaker. Mm-hmm. You don't have to sit there and be in bed with your controller. You don't have to be in the car with it. You know, like that's a little overboard, but they just want to see that 
you're using it. They mm-hmm. want to see that you're doing stuff. Like I said, you don't have to show seven pictures in a row with it, but they just want to see like, okay, this is what she's using. Okay, this is, right. you know, this is what she's doing. But in the next breath, if you're using a Pioneer controller and that's what you're doing, they don't want to have you sit there and bash somebody that's using a rain controller. Mm-hmm. And that's a terrible controller. And I would never use a rain controller. And that's absolutely terrible. And those are the best controllers out there are, are Pioneer controllers because they would never bash another company's controller. Yeah. So they don't want to see you doing it because they're like, well, we don't do that. We don't talk bad about somebody else's product. Why would we want you to represent our company and talk bad about somebody else's product? We don't do that. So you know what? Maybe you're not a fit for us because we don't do that. So if you're trying to be sponsored by somebody, just be careful, guys. And if you've done it in the past, cool. Change the way you are for 2022 if this is something because I've had people contact me and this is exactly what I tell them. And another thing I tell them is then why is your Instagram private? If you are if you're posting, it's a personal Instagram. I get that. But if you're posting pictures of your parties, well, you're then your sponsors can't see it. They can't see what you're Mm -hmm. doing. Exactly. So you need to you need to change that if you want people to start seeing that or then make a second Instagram. Then make a second. You can make as many you can make as many Instagram accounts as you want. Change, change, then change the pictures on your Facebook to your party pictures. Make those public then. You gotta start changing the way you're posting things if you want people to start seeing those type of things. Mm-hmm. So you gotta start seeing, you know, you gotta start doing different things you're doing on social media if this is the kind of route you wanna start going into. So people start seeing what you wanna do if that's what you wanna do. If you don't, cool, then keep bashing whoever you wanna bash and I don't <laughs> care, like whatever. You do. Whatever. Uh, that way I can just sit there and read it when I'm like one in the morning and I'm tired and I can just. Mm. Oh, okay. I see you. All right. Yeah. Oh, oh, you said what? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right. Let's see how long that's going to stay up there until the admin deletes Takes that. Okay. Down, yeah. Oh, oh, you said mm-hmm. the deep. Oh, let's see who says what now. Right. Yeah. Lord of DJ. <laughs> <Yep>. um. <laughs> Shaney, our time is uh, <laughs> our time is up here for tonight. We're gonna have to wrap things up. Uh, for those, if those of you, this is the point now where you can jump to what Shaney's doing now or the, what she's up next. You go to the beginning of the video again, and then you catch up with where she's at, uh, where she'll be at. Because when second. it comes to me, we just go all over. We're the place, all over the place. If you, <laughs> if you haven't met me yet, <laughs> Shaney, if people want to reach out to you, what's oh, the best Robin. way? Hi, Robin. Hi, oh, Robin. Yes, yeah. if people want to reach out to me, I'm all over the place. You can find me anywhere. So Facebook, you could either follow me, um, Shaney Barnett, or you can go to my business page, Shaney Barnett Productions. Uh, you can follow me on Twitch right there, Shytown Shaney on Twitch, Club Quarantine. Come find me at the party. Uh, Instagram, Shytown Shaney. You could always have fun in my Instagram stories. It's always fun to see what, what I'm doing during the day. And if you ever want to have some fun in the weekends and just laugh at when I'm at the clubs, it's a good time just to see what happens on my dance floor. Um, Instagram, yes, Mixcloud, if you guys want some cool music to just jam out to, if you need some cool mixes for workout or just to jam out to while you guys, like I know Dan always listens to some of my mixes. I just gave a shout out to Dan. I know he's always like, oh, this got me through my paperwork. Please, um, I'm actually getting, 
for those who've been waiting, I'm actually going to be uploading some new mixed cloud mixes. I know nice. you guys have been waiting. I'm going to be finally uploading some new mixed cloud mixes. Shy, everything's kind of shy town shady. So when in doubt, just look for shy town shady. But please, if you guys have any questions, I'm an open book. Please uh, reach out to me about anything. For those, if I'm going to see you in Boston, please come up to me. I especially if I haven't seen you, I want some pictures. So hope to see you guys on Monday. We'll eat some clam chowder together. You <laughs> <laughs> so, do the accent. I like that. How you work that with in. With the accent. <laughs> Shady, thank you much for being on. Thank you guys for being with me. We had a great crowd tonight. Uh, we'll be back here in about uh, 20 minutes here with our show at the top of the hour. Shady, once again, thanks for being on tonight. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.